this is WWE Hall of Famer Mick Foley, and you are listening to the WNS Podcast. Yeah! Broadcasting from Beaumont, Texas, it's the Wrestling News Source Podcast with Daniel Heron and Tyler Hebert. A couple of wrestling fans with a drink in hand and a lot to say. This podcast may contain adult language and may not be suitable for young listeners, so listener discretion is advised. Now being broadcast in over 45 countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron and Tyler Hebert. That's right, what's up, everyone? I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Abair. We welcome you to episode 415 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all your information, you go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, Dividends Podcast, on YouTube, Dividends Video, and on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. We are on Stitcher, BeyondPod, Player.fm, Satchel, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast. That's a lot of places you can search. You can also follow us on Twitter, Dividends Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter, DRHPro, Tyler, Tyler underscore Abear, Abear underscore Mode on Instagram, DRH underscore Pro on Instagram. And we're on TikTok and Twitch and all that as well. I am not. You are not. On Facebook anymore. Not on Facebook anymore. Taking taking a break from the social media. It's been great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Facebook for me is very toxic. Yeah. And I've noticed that they've started implementing a lot more ads lately. Mm-hmm. It's like one, you know, friend story and ad. Yeah. A group you might be interested in, an or ad. Turn I'm like, that off, oh my God. Or you can't turn it off. And no. also, you can, like, they'll have all these ads. And I'm like, I don't want this. I don't want some more ads pop up. I'm like, fuck this shit. Yeah. That's why, that's one of the reasons why, I, whenever I go on Facebook, I usually like to do it on a computer because I can install an ad blocker. Oh. And, uh, and I can skip past yeah. all that mess. But, like, yeah, being on it on your phone is pretty bad mm-hmm. but uh welcome to the show we got plenty to talk about we're not going to cover everything that happened over the week just because there's so much so much shit but i will say we'll, oh, we will we'll, we'll cover wrestlemania we'll talk a little bit about raw we'll talk a little bit about dynamite and rampage and some hot topics as well i will say this though all in all with mania and everything that was going on it was a win-win everything was great it was a good week for wrestling it was good and even wwe um, it Sp- has its moments. They sports entertained us. I like that because that's how I feel. Yeah, we were sports entertained. That's right. So, uh, so yeah, well, welcome to the show. Like I said, plenty to talk about. Tyler, how you doing? I'm doing all right. Yeah. How about yourself? Hanging in there. Hanging in there. Good deal. I'm hanging in here. Yeah. You're in my house. I'm in your house. What are you doing in my house? How'd you do that? Six sixty six. That's weird. That is weird. Who allowed you in my house? Mm. your wife <laughs> well, we're gonna have to have a conversation about that <laughs> so uh yeah uh wrestlemania so whenever we did the show last week it was just a few mere few hours uh prior to wrestlemania so we give our predictions and uh then we got to enjoy it we sat down together so on sunday watched night two together but we did did you end up watching night one no no but i watched the highlights okay yeah Honestly, I thought night one was was better than night two, and it seems to be the consensus because uh, we did run a poll on our Twitter page, and I think it was like eighty something percent said night one was uh, was better than night two. Okay. Um, Noise. Yeah, it was pretty pretty almost unanimous, but um, we'll we'll just run by run down the match card real quick. 
Uh, we'll talk uh, talk here and there about some of the stuff that that really stood out. Uh, the first, the opening match was the Usos versus Shinsuke and Rick Boogs. Ugos, the Ugos, the Ugos. And unfortunately, Rick Boogs went out with an injury. They did a spot where um, Boogs was holding one of the Usos over his shoulder in a fireman's carry. The other Uso went to jump on him, and he was basically supposed to squat lift both of them. Yeah. But unfortunately, his knee buckled and tore his meniscus, something Poor and guy. whatever. Uh, he's going to be out out with an injury that will require surgery. So that really sucks. So what now is going to happen to Shinsuke? Well, Shinsuke? <clears throat> yeah. Well, we kind of found out on SmackDown that it looks like he's going to be challenging Roman for uh, for one of or both of the titles. I'm sorry. I know you didn't hear or see that, but I just rolled my eyes. Yeah. Um, it was pretty loud. Because I like Shinsuke so much, and we know, we know, he's not going to drop any of those titles right now. Kurt Angle knows. He knows. Um, so, I, Shinsuke just seems to be there. Yeah. Doesn't seem to be, like, doing too kind of a Kind of a waste of talent. Oh, yeah. For sure, man. For sure. He's like the Cesaro. Yeah. Loads of talent, but because he doesn't, because English isn't his native language. Doesn't fit the mold. Yeah. Yeah, it is kind of disappointing to see all these talents that they brought in and just did nothing with. He was the king of strong style. Mm Mm-hmm. But whatever. Anywho. um, So, yeah, Rick Boo is going to be out for a while. Anytime the WWE goes forward one or two steps, they go back three or four steps. (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes. That's what it seems like. Not all the time. Well, one of the step backs was uh, Drew McIntyre going up against Happy Corbin. Uh, and it should be noted that, uh, I'm sure we talked about this last week, um, that Madcap Moss was the uh, <laughs> Andrew the Giant. <laughs> Andrew the Giant Memorial Battle Royale. <laughs> Watch. If you don't know what we're talking about, that's what was on the screen. That was during the, the pre-show, yeah. During the pre-show. <laughs> Andrew, Andrew the Giant. Andrew the Giant. Some guy's getting fired. There's just going to be some tall guy named Andrew going to be like, hey, that's me. Talk too much. I'm the giant. <laughs> uh, so Drew ended up defeating Happy Corbin. He got his sword and cut two of the of the ropes, which they got Why? that. We, I don't know. That's a waste of money. That's also attempted murder. Yeah. What if that snapped and actually hit someone? <laughs> what if it actually... What if this, what if Madcap Moss mistimed it and actually caught a blade to the face? Yep. That would have been fun, right? Yep. That would have been great. That would have been great, man. Um, now on to something surprising. Yeah, man. Miz and Logan Paul going up against Ray and Dominic Mysterio. I was pleasantly surprised with how well Logan Paul did. Well, so I think the week of Mania, during the week part, um, they posted, or maybe it was the week before, they posted a picture of a WWE exclusive where, like, uh, Logan Paul was training with The Miz, <laughs> MSK, um, and Hurricane Helms. Yeah. And they were all talking about him, like, dude, he's catching on really quick. Mm-hmm. And Miz was like, dude, if you really want to be a wrestler, you can be. Yeah. Like, you're really doing this great. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, I took that as 
wow, maybe he's doing really good. And this match actually proved it. <laughs> yeah, I was pleasantly surprised with the uh, with the effort that he put into it. He did seem to grab onto it very well. Um, just a constructive criticism, I would say, maybe less less showboating on the watch this part. Um, other than that, he did a really good job. I'm not a big Logan Paul fan, no, but not either. I watched it with an open mind, you know, especially after the Bad Bunny performance from the, the previous year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like, okay, you know, if a celebrity comes in and they actually train and they put in effort towards it and they respect the business, maybe they can, you know, make future appearances and all that. I felt Logan Paul had an outstanding showing. Um, he didn't really sell that... Uh uh, the Miz uh, skull crushing finale. Well, no, but, but his his timing was good. It didn't seem like he missed very many spots. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they always have like the they always have a spot where they have to like wait for them to the, you know the person missed their cue, so they got to slide into the ring and break up the counter or, or do whatever. Uh, there wasn't really any issues with Logan Paul. He did all that. Got tremendous heat from the crowd by doing the three amigos and oh, the frog yeah. splash. Yeah, um, I thought that was a nice touch. Um, to be honest, Logan Paul looked better in this match than Dominic did. <laughs> God, that's horrible. Yeah, like Dominic looked like the green one instead of Logan Paul. Um, it's just I don't know. To me, I don't I don't want to feel like I'm body shaming or anything, but Dominic just has like such a lanky body. Yeah. It just seems awkward whenever he's in the ring. I guess because he Maybe hasn't, he hasn't like up a little bit. Yeah, like I'm sure that'll come in time. But it feels like he's just he's still he's so young yeah. that he hasn't like fully developed. He's his, 24. Yeah. Well, what I, what I mean, well, I mean, like you you look back 10 years ago at a picture of Adam Cole and the dude looks like a twig. Yeah. You know, and now yeah. he, you can see like he's worked out he's got proper nutrition you know he's got his plan out and all that um and now he's definitely in better shape whereas dominic right now is in that very young stage that very early twig you know i still got still got room to grow it's just going to take me a while to get there kind of thing it just looks so odd whenever he's in the ring but that's just me yeah but miz and logan paul end up getting the victory and uh, shortly after the match, uh, as they were celebrating in the ring, Miz turned on Logan Paul, and they delivering a skull-crushing the finale. <laughs> they sure did. Miz became a face. <laughs> for that moment, yeah. Uh, Although he's apparently still a heel. I don't, uh, so Logan Paul's the face. I don't... He's the heel, anyway. Good luck convincing everyone of that. Uh-huh. Um, then after that, we got the main, uh, the, the, the best match of the night and what would, in my opinion, be the best match of WrestleMania, uh, Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch, um, both had really cool entrances. Bianca had the best entrance, uh, of WrestleMania with the, with the marching band and all that. Um, the match was great. They had good chemistry. The match was well put together. Yeah. Um, there was one spot where Becky did a front a rolling flip and unfortunately her boot got Bianca like in the eye. That oh, was, that's where that, that came from. Yeah, that was kinda bad because on Monday Night Raw like she took off her glasses and like her eye was swole up, like completely closed. Yeah. Um but you know, she'll be okay, luckily. Yeah. But the match itself I thought was 
great. They showed aggression. They showed good chemistry. They told a good story. Um, and Bianca ended up getting the victory to become the new Raw Women's Champion. Nice. And I felt like it was time. Uh, yeah, Becky sure, had a sure. very, very good run as champion. Um, and I felt like the story was there to be told. I really felt like they could have gone either way for Becky, whether it be uh, Ronda Rousey or Bianca Belair, because both have a story to tell. Yeah. You know, because we never got the one on one between Becky and Ronda. Yeah. Uh, and I felt like that would have been a good story to tell. At least this is what they could do to have this type of feud, because when Becky came back, she just took the belt from Bianca. Bianca like that. Yeah. Like, that's boy. why and that's why it's a good story to tell because it's Bianca lost her first championship to Becky Lynch and she had to fight her way back to to yep. get back up to the top, you know. Um so if you if you watch any match, I would highly recommend that one. There are a couple others on WrestleMania um that I could the recommend. Andrew Memorial Battle Royal. <laughs> yeah, you definitely catch that Andrew one on SmackDown. Andrew the Giant. Catch that one on on SmackDown. <laughs> um, we got to see Seth freaking Rollins come out against mystery opponent, according to Shane McMahon. Yeah, according to the uh, the mystery opponent, the worst kept secret in wrestling. Which I don't know. I think uh, I think the CM Punk debut yeah. is probably is the worst kept Cody's secret. Saying? Yes. Yeah. No. <sighs> yeah. Here's the thing. Okay, let's talk about this match. Then I want to talk about Cody. All right. So Cody Rhodes music hits, crowd goes nuts. Cody Rhodes, the American Nightmare, yeah. re-debuts in WWE, and uh, I thought the match was all right. It was a Cody match. It was a Cody match. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's how I feel about it. Um, I will give him this because what the, I mean, what we'll find out on Raw is that he wants to go for the main title. Yes, we, you know, yeah. Which I'll give him that. Um, we have to actually see where this goes. Are you really going to beat Roman? Uh, right now, I think he's going to have, you know, match again with Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know. It made it seem on Raw like uh, uh, Rollins was kind of like, okay, you won. Welcome back. Good luck. Kind of thing. I guess so. Unless he's going to be the one to take one of the belts off of uh, Roman. Yeah. I don't know. But okay. I'm just so torn on this Cody thing. Like, I see it's a good thing for him to come back to WWE. Um, because ultimately, that's where he wanted to come back to. Mm-hmm. That was his goal. And I've been reading into things. Uh, it's so weird. Okay. Of course, you're going to have interviews with him. He has he had tons of interviews. Yes. People ask him about the Tony Khan stuff. Won't shut up about it. God. He's not going to say anything <laughs> bad about Tony Khan. You know, they had something, something, whatever. Something happened. But, you know, he wishes them the best. He still wants them su- to succeed. But, like, what's so crazy is on certain things, he takes certain jabs. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard it. No. On certain things. Like, for instance, when they're doing, like, the uh, whole when he was the uh, TNT champion and they were doing challenges and stuff, and he was telling Tony Khan, well, you don't have to hire everyone. Yeah. He said that. What was another thing he said? Uh, about how everything's going great, and then when he leaves, things kind of go into shit. Like, look at uh, Sammy Guevara, which is great, but now look what they're doing with the title right now with him. He's doing mm-hmm. weird things with the title. Like, he just, like, threw him under the bus. I'm like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. It was little jabs. Yeah. I'm like, Okay, dude, what what's what's really going on? Yeah, and like 
if you've heard in the past interviews, he's also said that he's like the most difficult to deal with when it comes to the Rhodes family. Oh, Cody he's very is. temperamental. Yeah. On a lot of stuff. And I was like, I can see You it. can definitely see that even when he's cutting a promo. You can see it. Uh, and then Tony Khan said it in an interview. I got to remember exactly what he said. Something along the lines. I mean, he didn't throw him under the bus, but he goes, Cody didn't ultimately tell him that was his goal to go back to WWE. Mm-hmm. That's what he really wanted. Yeah. So even starting this company, he wanted to go back to WWE. That was his thing. Hmm. And then when they interviewed him about the whole Triple H thing, he goes, I don't really feel bad about it. He goes, Triple H would have done the same thing yeah. in my shoes. You know, the throne breaker stuff. Yeah, that's probably shots. true. Um, but, you know, I wish him luck, but there's something weird about him. There's yes. something weird. It's like, you know, he's all heartfelt, but he's here taking shots. At the, mm-hmm. at the same time, I'm like, I don't like that. I don't. It is what it is, though. Well, I feel like that's partially one of the reasons why the crowd turned on him in AEW because he spent all this time and we've talked about it before. Mm-hmm. He spent all this time portray, trying to portray himself as the underdog baby face, mm-hmm. right? He gets a special entrance. He gets the most pyro. He does heelish things in the ring. He associates himself with Brandy, who is not a face. Yeah. So it's kind of like, okay, you're trying to be this, good guy but you're doing bad things i'm seeing it and that's why and that's why i thought like that homelander bit like i thought that was i thought it was a work like i thought he was like yo no i'll never turn i'm gonna be the good guy like if you've watched the boys that's what homelander is in the public as a public figure he's i'm a great guy but behind closed doors he's a shitty person like he's a terrible person he's a horrible human being and so, and that's the thing. So it's like he's a bad guy, but in the public's eye, oh, hey, got you. Know, I'm the underdog. I'm the good guy. Mm-hmm. You know. So it's like you're you're portraying yourself as one way, but you're acting as another, mm-hmm. and that's where the disconnect is for me, yeah. because it's like, okay, you're saying you're a good guy, but you're like kicking dudes in the dick. You're you're you know looking for whenever the the ref's eye is turned to. To cheat or I, something. I'm seeing that more now. I think I'm seeing that more because I was just always base, basing it off of what Young Bucks did, but they didn't get as much heat. You yeah. know what I mean? But now I'm seeing it now because he's going to another company. Mm-hmm. And he's took, taking those shots and interviews and being serious. I'm like, okay, I'm seeing it now. Yeah. I'm, I'm seeing it now. And that's why I thought it was a work this whole time where I was like, oh, yeah, he's, he's, going, he's going to turn heel. Yeah. He's just like, what? And also, what's funny, too... I just thought it was a slow burn. I don't know if this is the truth. I know that Dave Meltzer has his sources in WWE. Many. They said that the uh, the promo that he cut on Raw was scripted. That's oh, like, I could probably believe that. Cody said it wasn't. He said it on an interview, on the bump, that it was not scripted. I'm sure he had bullet points. Mm-hmm. They probably it probably wasn't like a verbatim. But here's my thing though, and I know he's going back and forth. Like he's bringing the crowd in on his raw promo. He would cry and then get out of it quickly. I'm like, yeah. eh, that's not how people work, man. That's yeah. not, you don't get out of that crying quickly. It's like, you know, you're well, crying. that's that temperamental thing. Yeah, where it's kind of like, like he doesn't want he doesn't want to show emotion, but he wants to be emotional. Yeah, yeah. So like it, he doesn't want to become overcome with emotion. It's so weird. I know you're people are like you're a fucking AEW mark. Yes, I am. But it's like 
<laughs> I was trying to defend him so much in AEW, and then I got into WWE, and I really seen it. It's not like because he went to WWE; it's just how he like he played out certain things. It's like mm-hmm. deep down, how good of a person are you? Yeah, <laughs> and even so, like even you know, you watch their reality show, yeah, you know, Rose at the Top, and it's like they portray themselves one way and then on screen they're a completely different person so it's Mm kind of like who are these people really are you um i would say this though i wish him luck in wwe yeah i think this is the place he needs to be yeah i don't think it was AEW. i mean i do appreciate you coming and helping with the company and doing your thing very much appreciative um i think for i think for aew as well as cody rhodes cody leaving aew is probably the best decision Yes, 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 yes. Because, and I hate to say this, Cody, in my mind, in my opinion, right at this point, is not the star that he thinks he is. Yeah, that's the, yeah, that's another thing I was gonna say. He he said in an interview he wants to prove he's the best wrestler in the world. He's not, bro. You, you are not, you're not even. You close. are not Brian Danielson. I'm you're not, not even, even the best wrestler I'm not in even your family. Including <laughs> Punk, that's just a cash race for Punk. I'm include. I'm saying Brian Danielson and best wrestler wise for WWE. Who's the best wrestler? It's either Seth Rollins, AJ Styles, Roman Reigns, or Kevin Owens. Right. If we're talking about like. If we're talking about like talking storytelling about... character, okay. Roman Reigns right now is the number one. Yes, you cannot which, you cannot dispute it. Which dem- I think that's what Cody's trying to say because he's the best storyteller. Yeah, if you're if you're looking for like a five star match, like incredible action, it's going to either AJ Styles or Seth Rollins. Kevin Owens can do that too. Kevin can get there, but I think on if you were looking for like a more frequent, like we need like mm-hmm. the top match. Yeah. This week, next week, and the one after, Kevin might get you there, but I think I don't think Rollins and and Cody Styles can could hold get a candle to any of those guys. No, unless he's bleeding. Yeah, <laughs> and he's not going to be able to. And that's one of the things that I was thinking about. Like he is an Cody Rhodes is an amazing storyteller. Yes, when he gets on the mic, yes. he can turn a crowd. Oh yeah, on For a sure. dime. For sure. And in his matches, he re- he relied a lot on the on the color. To to emphasize his stories, to fight through, to keep going, yeah. he's not going to have that in WWE. They're not going to let him bleed that much, yeah, if at all. So he's going to have to rely on other things to get to get his point across. And his matches, I hate to say it, they're not the best. No, it's not, not his strength. They're his not. strength is on the mic. They're not. They're not bad. Bad. They're just there. Yeah. And you put him up against a guy like Roman Reigns, who is, I'm gonna, I'm gonna agree with him. He's on God mode right now. Yes. This is yes. the best. This is the Roman Reigns that I wanted. Whenever, beginning. not from the beginning, oh. but whenever he defeated the Undertaker. This is when he defeated the Undertaker at WrestleMania, and he stood on, he stood in the ring for ten minutes while the crowd collectively booed him, chanting, "Shut the fuck up, you suck." you know all this other stuff for 10 straight minutes without him saying a word that's where i wanted the heel well, turn to come from it should have been like if they were gonna do a heel turn after well he was a heel after the shield if mm-hmm. they wanted to do well they turned him face after the shield right yeah yeah because they were trying to make him the top star yeah but this <laughs> i'm gonna go off on a little tangent here okay this goes back even further to wrestlemania 30 
we talked about we've we've talked about this many times. Brock Lesnar should not have been the one oh, to yeah. break the streak. I agree. I agree. It should have been Roman. Yes. What was it? Three years later, however many years later, that should have been the defining moment. Can you imagine Roman Reigns right now if he was the one who broke the streak? Dude, that would have been a, a different trajectory. Yes. For the if they did the Uso, like what they're doing now with Usos and Roman, mm-hmm. they would have gotten to that point quicker and been bigger stars quicker. Yes. But that yeah, would have, no. That would have been like, that would have been it. Yeah. That would have solidified him for his career. Yeah. But unfortunately, you know, things worked out the way they did. Then they had him beat him at WrestleMania, and you know, but he, he ended up getting booed. And, I think that should have been the turning point right there. The second he was like, this is my yard now, and he drops the mic, that's when you turn into that character. They kind of teased it, I think, just to see how the crowd would react. But they decided, no, we're going to keep pushing him as a baby face, and then everything happened. But we're on the path now, and that's great. Yes. Because right now, Roman Reigns is at the top of the game, clearly. And then I don't know what the hell they're going to do if Roman has both titles. Mm -hmm. Like... Is Cody going to beat him to take one title off? Like, you don't want... I don't know. It's like, I don't... I want Cody to get the title. Mm-hmm. But, like, I want the title to get off of... Both titles to get off... Or, or one to get off of Roman. Yeah. Before Cody... I don't want Cody to beat Roman. Mm. Um, Kind of want to have someone else take the title off of him and then, and then Cody. Cody comes. Yeah. If they're going to do that. I don't know. I just I really don't. And then also, okay, they're, they're promoting him. They're pushing him, right? Cody, mm-hmm. you can tell. With merchandise. Oh, they have the American Sold out Nightmare. three shirts. Oh, yeah. American Nightmare uh, m- music, uh, Titantron, all this stuff. Which if, have you ever gone through and like listened to the lyrics of that song? No. It is basically just a shit on WWE, shit on Vince. Like, go and listen to the lyrics. Really? Yes. It's like, um, my father said when I was younger, um, I'll have to, I'll have to pull it up, but I'll look for it. I mean, you'll look for it while I talk. So, um, they're doing all this stuff, but like in my head, I'm like, you can't teach a old dog new tricks. Right. So this is what's going to happen. This is what happened to gender. This is what happened to, um, Drew and other people, yeah, you won the title. You had a little run. They take the belt off of you and you go down, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's what I'm thinking right now. So here's <laughs> here's the here's the lyrics to, to okay, here we go. Cody's themes: Adrenaline in my soul, every fight out of control. Do it all to get them off their feet. Okay, that's not bad. Crowd is here, about to blow, waiting for me to start the show. Out the curtains, lights go up. I'm home. Whoa. My father said when I was younger. It's hard to do it without singing it. Hard times breed better men. Better men. You took it all away. I give it all away. Can't take my freedom. Okay. Here to change the game. A banner made made of pain. I built my kingdom. Now you bow to me. You took my dreams, but not my name. You follow me until the end. I am my kingdom. Well, no, he was obsessed. He even said in an interview yeah. that he was very mad when he left WWE. Mm-hmm. He was very mad. So that's, you know, where that comes to the throne breaker. But then when you're coming back, what do you have to do? Kiss ass? Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's what he's going to do. He says, I'm going to kiss ass. But then also he made a joke in one of the interviews. He goes, dude, you, 
before I say this, like, you know, everyone's fucking listening to you. He goes, you know, writers are going to come up to me. You know, I'll listen to what they have to say and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, but basically I'm not going to say what they do. You know, whatever they tell me, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Okay. Motherfucker, you did. Like, you you talk a big fucking game. Just just go out there and be the best version of you. Just stop doing shit like that. Here's, here's, here's the bridge of the song. You tried to tell me what to do. I saw the door and kicked it down, stepped right over and right through, and and you can never stop me now. I am the king, and you're the crown. Now you watch me as I take my throne and rule my kingdom. Did you? Hear How what? is this not a dig at oh, WWE? Oh, yeah, no, it is. Like, <laughs> like, Did you hear what Cody said his favorite wrestler is? No. Triple H. No lie. He said Triple H is his favorite wrestler. God. We're just going to beep, beep, beep. Just back up on the past seven years of mm-hmm. everything I've said. Basically, yeah. What it was... Is that was his dream to be part of WWE, to be a bigger star. Understandable. He got mad at WWE. Understandable. So mad. But now he became a bigger star. Yeah. And he wants to go back, but now he has to kiss ass mm-hmm. just to get back. You know, I, I was a little kid then. I was very a- angry at you, but, you know, I've been in a corner for a while and I'm okay to come out. I will say I did like the, um, the part of one of the interviews that he did where he said he talked to Vince and I think it was Bruce Pritchard. Yeah. Where he basically said, "This is my character. This is this is my music. This is me." And Vince basically said, "Well, it's not broke, so let's let's not fix it." That's know? cool. I mean, I wish him luck, and I think it's awesome that they're bringing this. Uh, what's so funny is a lot of people who are reporting this, they're like, "Oh, he's bringing his AEW stuff." I was like, "Nope, nope." He was American Nightmare before AEW. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing that's new is his tattoo in AEW and, and his, his gear. Design. And it is gear, but he was the American Nightmare way before that, <laughs> so people forget. And the theme song was before AEW too. <laughs> yeah. Um. And and to a lot of people who are out there saying, "Oh, you know, he's just going to get a good push for a couple of months, and then they're gonna they're gonna vent." I don't know if that's going to be the case. I think they want to try and make this say, "Hey, if you're an AEW and you want to be an actual star, come to WWE." Look at how we're going to treat Cody. Because there, I think there's one I, I cannot tell at all. There's just one person I know you know I'm talking about who's done interviews lately. He's a fucking prick. And he's taunting mm-hmm. whoever has the most money. He yeah. may go to WWE. MJF. See, I don't think so. I, I Because he can't be himself in WWE. Exactly. He's ruthless, and yeah, he could be mean, but he can't curse. He can't say certain he things. Can't, he can't make the children sad. That? Yeah. Are you going to sacrifice your soul a little bit just for the money? Again, similar to Cody, amazing on the mic. Wrestling isn't his strongest. No. It's not his strongest point. It's on the mic. And if you take, if you water down MJF, it won't have the same effect. You're just going to have Miz Light. <laughs> what I'm Punk sorry. Said, what Punk said, yes. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Because... Dude. I mean, you've already got, you already have the Miz. So, and Miz, Miz is a very underrated heel yeah. in WWE. He is, I, I know that the people still hate him or whatever, but dude, you gotta, you gotta recognize the talent. Like yeah. he's been consistent. Did you see someone was interviewing Seth Rollins there and he was saying it was lowbrow for AEW to like do stuff, like take shots at WWE. I was like. Fuck you, motherfucker. Yeah. WCW did that to WWF. WWF did that to WCW. Mm-hmm. And everyone what was did it Sammy to everybody. Zane, who took a dig at 
uh, when he said AEW. I don't know if it's a dig, but he said AEW a while back or whatever. Yeah, that was during that Corey Graves segment where they were like, <laughs> they they legitimately didn't script that. They were just like, let's just give an open mic to the, to the audience and have them ask whatever they want. Yeah, like there could have been a there could have been some like frat dude coming up like if you could bone any of the ladies in the back who would it be and which position would it be? <laughs> like they could have asked that question and be like, ah, <laughs> this was a bad decision. <laughs> And so that's that's legitimately what Sammy was was thinking. Like these guys could ask us literally anything, and so he just he tried to like spice it up. Like you guys could ask me even about AEW. Oh my yeah. god, I said it. You yeah. know, like I don't so, think it's low brow. I don't think it, if 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 WWE no. wants to take a shot at AEW or AEW wants to take a shot at WWE, I don't. There's give a nothing shit. wrong with yeah. competition. Yeah. Like there's nothing wrong with taking a shot every once in a while. Okay, yeah. all right, yeah. I see you. You know, but. uh yeah, that's. I don't know. Like, there are there are some on on each side that are like, oh, this is the place to be, and you know, yeah. screw that other company. I get it, and that's fine. But I'm bu- I'm for both companies, even though I'm more for AEW. Uh, same. Yeah. I mean, I don't want you know. I don't want either of them to go out of business. No, no. And a lot of people were like, oh, Tony Khan's one day going to buy the company or Vince is going to buy AEW. I don't want that to happen. Because no, no. that means like half of those people are going to be out of a job. I mean, you look at the Ring of Honor roster right now, and it's looking like a majority of the AEW talent are going to be working for Ring of Honor. And a good chunk of the Ring of Honor talent might not have a spot in the new yeah, Ring of Honor. we don't know that for sure. Yeah. We're still trying to figure it out because he hasn't said anything. But yeah. We'll see in time. Yeah, no, uh, competition makes everything great. It does. And hopefully we get to uh, to have more of it. Um, and, you know, Cody Cody even mentioned in an interview where he was like, oh, I think we'll be seeing more AEW stars jump ship. Yeah, no shit. That's how business works. Yeah. Contract yeah. work, and your contract and runs out, and it's like, oh, they're offering me more money. I'm going to go over there. Um, someone mentioned that John Moxley's contract expires at the end of this year. Yeah, I don't see him yeah, like a three year. I don't see him wanting no. to go back. I think that 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 ship has sailed. Yeah, because again, you take a character who's known for his violence and you water him down. And it's like, well, what do you have? It's like, well, you got a regular guy who yeah. pushes out a hot dog cart and yep. sprays mustard on people. Like, come on, man! It would be a different story if there was someone Moxley. else in charge. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, WWE's landscape was different when, like, when it comes to the. Uh, top president the president and vice president all that stuff and and writers and Mm -hmm. things were differently yeah yeah but we'll see what the future holds i think that they're going to treat cody well um try to prove a point yes i think that's exactly what it's going to be it's it's a oh look how well we treated cody uh you know you want to because he's actually seen as one of them when he was actually original wwe guy yeah he's going to be He's going to be the bargaining chip for a lot of AEW talent who are thinking oh. about leaving the company and be like, well, they did treat Cody right. They, you know, they put the title on him. They made him a star. That they don't had mean a- fucking shit, though. They can get someone else from AEW come in and they're going to treat them like shit. Exactly. Know? But Cody can still get he's, the, the red carpet. He's, he's the shining light of, look at, you know, he's the shiny car on display, but you get the one that's in the back that's all banged up. Yeah. You know, and it's like. I'm going to Look lose it. my shit. Like, okay, 
I don't mind if there's shots between each company. Yeah. But I'm going to lose my shit if they get Cody to take a shot at AEW on TV. I'm not sure it's bound to happen, an off comment or something, or or an opponent will say something about it to him, you know? It's like, oh, yeah, you couldn't make it in the other company, so you had to come crawling back to that event or something. No, what I mean is... Cody is going to take a shot at AEW. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I don't know. Time will tell. Whatever. Time will tell. Yeah. We'll find out. But he ended up defeating Seth freaking Rollins at WrestleMania. So freaking. Good, good for him. Yeah, well, um, Your favorite match of the night. God, this Coming was, up. I had no interest in this match. And Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey. It might have been actually good, but in my eyes, it was just terrible they had no chemistry they were sloppy they ronda no sold everything this was a bad match in my opinion Mm -hmm. i didn't enjoy it i knew i wasn't gonna enjoy it going in but good lord dude like come on the um the ending i felt was kind of weak and charlotte ended up retaining which honestly i'm kind of glad i don't I'm, you don't want someone to have the title that resents the fans. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, I like wrestling, but I just don't like the fucking fans. Like, that, you got to deal with the fans if you wrestle. I mean, I'm okay with that. I just don't think Ronda is. I might. She was I think awesome. She, she was awesome at one point. She wasn't the best wrestler, but. I think that's it. I. I instead of. She's just like a badass. Instead you know of I mean? a character, I guess, I want more of a wrestler. And yeah. she can't wrestle that <laughs> great right now. She's an amazing mixed martial artist, but as far as like putting on a match, especially with Charlotte Flair, it was not good. I'm gonna toss you and put you in a submission. And I'm just gonna no sell no sell everything. Yep, that's what I do. And her Piper's pit, because Charlotte is so tall and her body is so long, it just looks so awkward. The Charlotte Ronda Rousey delivering the Piper's Pit. Oh, because Ronda isn't nearly as tall as Charlotte. Yeah, and so for her to pick up Charlotte over her shoulders and like do the swinging motion mm-hmm. and all that, it just didn't. It did not look impactful. It looked sloppy, and like there was a couple spots they did throughout the match. There was one on the outside, and it just, it just looked bad. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just hating on it just because I'm a hater. I don't know. You're a hater. I guess so. But I'm not a hater. I just crush a lot. I just didn't like this match. Um, I was fine with the ending. Like Honestly, I didn't care who won. Yeah. But I I guess I'm, I guess I'm leaning more towards Charlotte over Ronda. Yeah. Um, and I even heard I heard a story that Charlotte's like unhappy with how she's being presented as a champion. She wants to. That's some entitlement. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> come on. But no, I mean, it kind of is, but it's kind of not if you think about it. Because, okay, you have the money, right? You are the champion, but you want a great storyline. Yeah, that's not too hard to believe, I guess. I guess. Um. But then we got the surprise of night one. I was not expecting this. We talked about this. I, I was expecting I was like hoping this. I, I was expecting like a brawl or you know like a brawl leading into like a 
10 second match or something like that. Stone Cold Steve Austin, dude. He, this is what I wanted. He busted his ass for yeah. our entertainment. Yeah. Um, Took a suplex onto the concrete. God. But you no, know, they had the show. Kevin said that he lied to get him out here. I want Kevin you in a match. Owens. And then so they had a match. They started the match and everyone was going nuts. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> 19 years later, we're going to have a Stone Cold Steve Austin match? Yeah. What? Yeah. What the fuck? He, uh, I will I will say, Stone Cold was slow to get going. Yeah, for sure. Um, In the very beginning, like, he's holding onto the ropes, doing the stomp in the mud hole, which he has done in the past, but he looked gassed oh, yeah. at the beginning. But then I think he got a second win, and he was able to continue. And uh, I think the beer drinking stuff kind of, uh, it, well, it certainly didn't help. No. <laughs> Um, but it, it was an excuse for him to, to catch his breath, but it's kind of hard to catch your breath when alcohol is pouring down your throat. Yeah. So you could tell like he was, he was just pouring it in his mouth, not swallowing a thing, (laughs) just like spitting it all out. He was just trying to catch up. Covered in beer, man. Yeah. Can be great. Yeah. But, um, Kevin did a lot of good work in this match. Yes. To help Stone Cold. Stone Cold took a fucking suplex onto the concrete in the audience. Mm-hmm. Like, oh damn, dude! It was uh, it was more than I expected, so I was very pleasantly surprised, and uh, I was left happy. Yeah, for sure. Um, Stone Cold ended up getting the win. Kevin o- Kevin Owens even on Twitter was like, "That was fucking awesome." Uh, Can and- you imagine you're in? fucking match with a legend like that who's coming back to have a match with you yeah it's like this is awesome and i heard i read in a a report that the plan was for it just to be a brawl but stone cold said that whenever he was training he was feeling good he was like you know what i think i could give you a match and so then by the time it came by the time it came he was like yeah let's we can we can do a match this is what we should have got years and years ago with stone uh with cm punk because he was taunting him. Yeah. And they talked, and even mm-hmm. on, you know, he wanted the match. He really did, even in real life. And that I'll did not happen. Your ass backwards. <laughs> so Kevin got the match. Good on Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's... Um, Kevin! I think that's going to be one of those things that Kevin Owens will say, all right, I'm glad that I resigned with, with WWE. Because yes. he, yes. he, he got to have that moment. Yeah. So, you know, good on him. Actually, I'm happy Kevin stayed with... WWE too because yeah. you know I yeah I didn't want him in AEW but there's so many people over there it's so stacked right now yeah but um it's good yeah I um speaking of the the stacked roster of AEW I heard in an interview that Tony Khan was basically saying the reason why he signed so many people is so that he can find out who works and who doesn't oh so. So a lot of people were like, man, why are they signing so many people? It's because there's, you have to think this company is still only three years old. Yeah. You know, they're, they are still in their infancy. For sure. Um, They're doing a lot of good things and they're still trying to figure it out. Yeah. Because when they started, they hired a lot of people to come in to start the company. A lot of people that, uh. You know, the Young Bucks had their eye on, and uh, Cody had his eye on, Kenny had their his eye on. Um, and so they're like, okay, we want to give you guys a platform. Become a star. You know, like, put in the work, show us, show us that you can do it. And then 
you know, some worked, some didn't. And so I think here in the next year, we're, we're going to see uh, the roster slim up a bit because they're... I wonder how much, though. Because in my head, I only know like three people are going to be gone yeah. or two. But after that, I wonder how many. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's, it's also one of those where... Um, and even FTR came to the defense of Tony Khan where he's like, if you, if you think that uh, AEW signing these guys is a bad decision, like you're just a, you're a fool. Yeah. You're a fool. Like it was, it's foolish to pass these, some of these talents up, mm-hmm. you know? And that's something I've been saying for a while. It's like, where, like, what are you going to do? Not hire them because, well, you know, they came from WWE, so we just can't, we can't <laughs> bring them in. No, like you want this, you want the top talent. Oh, you yeah, want sure. the top echelon of, of the wrestling industry. And so like, you can't just be like, well, I'm sorry, we can't hire you because you, you came from WWE. I'll tell you this. I think they were doing good, great work with like Hobbs and Starks. Yeah. But this feud with uh, Swerve and uh, Keith Lee is actually elevating that feud. Yeah. I mean, not like like a hundred percent, but it. Have you noticed that it's been elevating yeah. Hobbs and uh, Starks? Mm-hmm. I was like, that's awesome. Yeah. And that's sometimes all you need. Yeah. You know, you just you give it a little time. Say, all right, let's. Let's pay off on the stories that we're wrapping up, and then we'll get you guys in the cycle. Yeah, you know? for sure. And then, like, that just threw me for a loop. I still don't know what they're going to do, even though they have him. Brian Cage with Tully Blanchard Enterprises. Uh, yeah. I mean, in my head, I still would have let him go. But um, I don't know <laughs> if he's going to be a ROH. Group. I think so. I think he'll be probably more ring of honor than aew just because if you bring him to aew i don't i don't know where they would put him you know um yeah keep him there i would say you have some aew stars come to ring of honor i would hire some of the uh this last roster of roh guys and then look for newer talent to put on roh mm-hmm um yeah I'm I'm really curious to see what the future of Ring of Honor is going to look like cuz they did say that there will be some Ring of Honor stars on AEW and vice versa. Uh, I mean hell we're going to get Samoa Joe and who was it next week? Um Minoru Suzuki. Yeah, thank you. Sorry. I completely blanked on his name. Yeah, good old. I was like, I wonder if Joe's gonna take the title because I was like, <laughs> Suzuki, how long are you gonna have him for? He got the ROH title off of uh, Rhett Titus, but how long are you gonna have that man for? Because he's new to Japan. Well, they could be working out a new deal because uh, New Japan announced uh, this week that ended up that story that I sent you ended yeah. up being factual. Um, new Japan and AEW working together. They're gonna be airing uh, AEW programming. On New Japan World. Hell yeah. That's huge. To broaden AEWs. That's just... That bridge is there, man. So we're going to be... Here in the next year, we're going to be seeing New Japan go over to AEW. We're going to see AEW go over to, to New Japan. And That's what a lot of, a lot of the Ring guys... Ring of Honor as well worked want, in. Wanted to, yeah. You know, I want to work New Japan. Mm-hmm. You know? Even FTR, man. They're the fucking... 
Triple A title champions and ROH champions. I'm like, what is going on? They're the belt collectors right now, man. What is wrestling in 2022? Hell yeah. Love it. Hell yeah. Let's go back over to uh, to WrestleMania night two. <laughs> Sorry, I know we're like you know get to AW, get to AW. <laughs> yeah, no, there's some fun things that we're about to talk about with uh, WWE. <laughs> it's a great transition. Well, this fun is thing: Triple H leaving his well, boots in the ring, officially retired. Well, Boy, I, that was fun. After this, after this part, <laughs> that was sad. Um, but you know, he has a pacemaker, right? In his, I believe chest so. Can't wrestle anymore. Yeah, uh, that's sad. But you know what? I did not watch the. Uh, was it Stand and Deliver? No, what's the? Yeah, the NXT. Didn't Triple H come out with um, Tommaso and he hugged him? I believe and, after the match. Yeah, and he cried. Yeah, you know? he's like, "You were the last of my. <laughs> you were the last of my. You were my last of my group, man. I love you so much. Yeah. It's just me and you versus the world, brother. I'm sorry, I failed you. You didn't fail me, Dad." <laughs> You, it was your stupid ass. It was your dad who did that to you. He was your father-in-law. It was your father-in-law. What He's a bitch. Ruining, ruining the business. Yeah, but sorry, this is actually going back to AEW. Uh, Samoa Joe, when he was on the scrum, he said AEW forced WWE to go in a different direction. Yeah, because of because they're picking ratings. up all the indie yeah ratings, but they were picking all the indie guys. So they were like, we need to get away from this. Mm-hmm. Sorry, go back to WWE. So yeah, so Triple H came out, left his boots in the ring, officially retired. Welcome everyone to tonight two of WrestleMania. Uh, we got to see Triple Threat Tag Team Match, Alpha Academy, Street Profits, RK Bro. Dude, uh, I don't know what interview it was, but Randy Orton was talking. No, he was talking to uh, Pat McAfee. He mm. goes, I'm telling you what, man, I'm having fun wrestling. You know who? It's because of Riddle. Yeah. Riddle has actually invigorated his career, he hey, said. Randy. That's that's awesome if you think about it. Yeah. He goes, I'm actually shredded because of Riddle. <laughs> he he is an inspiration. Yeah. I'm like, that's awesome. That is. I love Riddle, man. I love the fact that Randy has sort of matured here in yeah. the last couple of years. Yeah. And he now realizes that. And he's kind of like, okay, I'm... I'm the the savvy veteran that people now come up to and yeah. been in the business so long. And he seems a lot more chill. Mm-hmm. And I really like that because I know in his earlier years, he was kind of like known as a prick. He wasn't nice to his fans. He wasn't very respectful. Yeah. Um, and now it's kind of like he's he's matured. He's before like a fine very wine. Eyes. He's grown up and he's matured. And he's a fine wine. Yes. He's gotten better with age. Um, I love RK, bro. I really do. Yeah. Even the uh, augmented reality with the snakes <laughs> and all that. And he's like, yeah. yo, what's up with that? Uh, RK Bro ended up getting the victory to retain the Raw Tag Team titles. So good on them. Uh, we didn't even talk about uh, Gable Stevenson getting involved with Chad Gable. So I think that he's done with the Olympics and like his amateur wrestling stuff. I think he's about to start training for the WWE like, to come to Raw, whatever, I think. Yeah. Um. We'll see. We'll see how he goes. That's definitely going to be a feud, uh, Chad Gable, because they're both amateur wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Chad Gable and uh, Gable Stevenson. Gable versus Gable, right? <laughs> yeah, kind of. The, the loser drops the Gable name. That's just Chad. Chad or Stevenson. <laughs> uh, Chad loses, so it's just Chad. He's a Chad. Pretty much. Uh, 
I don't know what their plans are for him, but he's got to develop some kind of personality. Yep. Because he was just kind of like, well, I'm here now. <laughs> Dude, your personality is like a brick wall. Mm-hmm. He's going to have to have a manager or something. But People were saying, like, I don't know if it's articles. I don't know if Dave. Someone mentioned this, that they he wants to be the next Brock Lesnar. Like, dude, you got a long way to go if you're going to be the next fucking Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Like, good luck, kid. And I don't want you to retire Brock Lesnar. I want Brittle to. Riddle to. <laughs> Riddle is not coming close to Lesnar. Randy. <coughs> uh, we got to see Bobby Lashley going up against Omos. I forgot about this match. I forgot how it went down. But the right call. Spear, spear, spear. Bobby won because Omos does not need to win. And then... Fast forward to uh, Dynamite. Damn it. <laughs> Fast forward to Raw. We're getting there. For Raw. Uh, MVP turned on Lashley and he's with Omos. Like, how many fucking people are going to help Omos? You know what I mean? Yeah. You get AJ mm-hmm. and now um, Shane originally. Yeah. Really? It was Shane McMahon? Yeah. Shane McMahon. Because they had the Raw underground and Omos was the doorman. Oh. Uh, I don't know if he really helped him, but. They got him on TV. Um, that helps. And now MVP. No, I wish he can become something good. Because look at Braun when he first came here. Braun uh, Strowman. I was like, Ugh, he's not. He's like the least favorite member of the Wyatt family. Yeah. And now he became something big. He so was the biggest. We just got and like, as like a good character. Like he's really fun. He's very dominant. Braun. He. <laughs> I saw a comment that made me laugh about him. Lost. It was like, man, okay, so now he's got a mouthpiece, which is great. Now all he needs to do is find someone to wrestle for him, and he'll be the total package. Oh, God. <laughs> it's like, you know what? He'll be the star that Vince wants him to be. It's so funny because, like, AJ was the wrestler slash mouthpiece for him, mm-hmm. and he didn't, like, I don't know if he learned too much from him or whatever. It doesn't really show it that well. And then now he has a mouthpiece. Well, I mean, MVP still wrestles, but... No, it's more Does he though? <laughs> Sometimes, not often. But how long do you give him before you give up on him? We'll Vince see how the- in the past used to give up on people like that. Yeah, I so, think they're going to give him at least three months. We'll see. But if he loses again, all lure of his strength and his size are it's like, gone it's like we already got a new big man coming out and that's veer he came on uh dominic hard <laughs> he, he did he made him submit he came on him hard um but no going back to like the mystique the aura look at the size of omas oh my god look at the the man is so big like we get it mm-hmm. he's tall yeah okay tall. no doubt about that and they did a good they did a good enough job having Lashley chop him down with the spears and all that. But wasn't a great match. It was not. No. And if they can't get Omos up to speed in doing these matches, then I'm just going to say it. They should have kept Braun Strowman. Yep. Yep. Because Braun at least was more athletic. Mm-hmm. He was quick. Yeah. He's powerful. Um. You know, despite his personal beliefs on social media right now, he was... Oh, I have not been keeping up, so... It's just the fact that, like, he ragged on independent wrestling promotions and was like, y'all y'all need to put in the work and get to the big leagues. Eh, shut the fuck up. And now he's basically doing an independent At wrestling bottom, promotion yeah. 
and people were trying to call him out on it. And he's yeah. like, no, I still stand by my words. I'm like, dude, you are a hypocrite. You, you are, are what you're hating. Yeah. yeah. You're so. at the bottom with this. You're trying to get your promotion over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he sold out a yeah. Chili's or something. Or huh? some some bar. What? That you had like 30 people at your oh, show. You I know? gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't come at me and tell me you're a success. Yeah, you're not. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, anyways, we go into the next match. Easily the most entertaining match. Oh, yeah. And, like, for the wrong reasons. People are going to think this is crap, but it's it was really funny. And I've neat. been hearing mixed reviews. Some people loved this match, and they thought it was great. Tons of wrestlers have come out and be like, dude, this was the most fun match I've seen. And then there's the critics. They're like, yeah. this isn't wrestling, and this is just There's nothing in jackass between. And- <laughs> this is jackass. But, like, I want to applaud Sami Zayn, because he mm-hmm. was, like, in the same boat as Kevin Owens. He could have left, but, you know, I mean, Kevin Owens got Stone Cold, and you got Johnny Knoxville, but mm-hmm. you still got the time. You're putting in the work. You're looking great, and, I mean, even though as goofy as Johnny Knoxville is, but... It was it was fun for what it was, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. a crazy jackass match. <laughs> yeah, anything goes match. It was it was a spot fest, yeah, sure. sure, but it was entertaining at least. Yeah. You know, I laughed quite a bit. Yeah, I I figured that the uh, once they said it was like going to be a no holes barred match, I figured like other members of the jackass crew were going to get involved. Um. I think Pat McAfee helped a little bit with the commentary because Michael Cole was even cracking up during this yeah. match. Yeah. And, you know, the fact that uh, McAfee was like, I've seen more of Chris Pontius than I care to admit. And I'm the same. I'm telling you what, man. I've I seen think... I've seen that man's penis way more times than I care to admit. I think Pat McAfee to. has invigorated Michael Cole's career. Absolutely. He's even admitted that. Yeah. Michael Cole was like, he's made wrestling fun for me again. That's awesome. Yeah. So, um, and we'll talk about Pat McAfee here in a minute because, good God. Yeah. Awesome. But a lot of shenanigans. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Pontius, Wee Man. The uh, Hand. The Hand. Which uh, people even made the joke of like it's Mae Young and Mark Henry's yeah. uh, son, The yeah. Hand. It was like finally making Didn't his Mark wrestling Henry debut. Comment on that? Yeah. He was like, what can I say? I produce, you know, champions or something like that yeah. or, or legends or I don't know what, but. But the fact that he's going along with it, it shows like he thought it was a fun, fun yeah. match. You know, you you look online, like all of the wrestlers are like, dude, this match was so much fun. Like, yeah. I, I haven't laughed that hard in a while and all that. And it wasn't even the hardest that we laughed no, that night. No, no. but it this was, was intentionally funny. Yeah, this was just fun all around. And like fucking Wee Man did a, a, a what's it called? A body slam. Yeah. He picked up uh, Sami Zayn and slammed. It. I was like, oh, yeah. Uh, had mouse traps, bowling ball, fire in the face, which was great too. Uh, <laughs> He's probably just like, "Fuck it, man! Like, I'm I'm drunk. Just kick me. I'm not gonna Jasper's feel it." Jasper's dad freaked out. Was trying to swat at, yeah. at uh, uh, Sammy Zane. It was great. Yeah, I mean, they messed up with that big rat trap at the end. Yeah, kind of hit Johnny in the head. Hit him, but hey, man, it worked. It was it was great for what it was. Yeah, it it was a very uh, a very good match, a very fun match yeah, for sure. Like this. This was the entertainment side of sports entertainment. Yes. You know, and yes. I was definitely sports, sports entertained. entertained. Yes. Yep. Uh, after that, we got to see uh, 
sort of the cooldown match, I guess. Carmella, Queen Zelina putting up the tag, tag titles against Shayna Baszler, Natalia, Sasha, Naomi, Rhea Ripley, and was Liv Morgan. SmackDown or was this like Mania where like um, Carmella came out and like made out with Corey? Was this here? No, I don't think so. You got to wrestle. Stop making out. <laughs> well, she's excited. Why do you whip his dick out? <laughs> she, they're, they're very excited. <laughs> uh, I guess we can go ahead and talk about that. They ended up getting married yesterday. Yay. So congrats. Or not yesterday. The day before. They have like a this, YouTube sometime show this week. where uh, uh, like the, the whole trailer is them like getting prepared for sex. <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah, that's what people want to see. I don't think they're going to show it. It's just like they're all like on each other or it's more of Carmella on a court. It's just the it's just the horny guys tuning in, hoping to see something from Carmella. And they're like, oh, nip man, slip. dick slip. I don't know. Whatever you're into. No, the wardrobe malfunction went to Charlotte, unfortunately. What? What do you mean? During her match with Rhonda. Oh, something she had, happened. She had a wardrobe malfunction. Oh, shit. Twice. So what happened? Twice. <laughs> oh, damn. How they fix it? Uh well the first one they didn't um they just bleeped it no like I think it's still there maybe I haven't gone back and looked but I found like because when she was putting Rhonda in the figure eight the screen went completely black you could, <laughs> you could still hear audio yeah but the screen went black and I'm like something's happening that we're not meant to see a lot of cheers <laughs> no. And so, uh, so they come back, and you know, you can tell like Charlotte's kind of like readjusting herself. Um, it sucks when this stuff happens. You know, you don't really want that to happen. And my wife it was funny about this. My wife was curious about like what happened. She was like, "What?" Happened? I was like, "Well, when they go to black like that, and you can still hear, it's probably a wardrobe malfunction." Yeah. And so I was scrolling through Twitter, and I was like, "Oh yeah, it was it was a wardrobe malfunction." And people had screenshots and she goes <laughs> and she goes i want to see <laughs> i was like i love you so much that's awesome uh yeah so there was there were two instances where had a Damn. little had a little mishap in the same match in the same match mm-hmm. this sucks yeah but uh yeah the first one the first one was charlotte got thrown into the corner and like ronda's doing her little you know pumping myself up jumping yeah. up and down and the camera like is coming up on Charlotte and it shows it and the cameraman just goes right back to the corner to, to block the shot. <laughs> and then the second was during the uh, the figure eight. But uh yeah. It happens. And my wife was like, I've always wondered like how do they stay in? How wearing those outfits, how do they possibly stay in? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, mean. I was like, Well, sometimes sometimes these things happen. Yeah. But um as far as the tag match goes, uh, Sasha right. and Naomi got the vi- victory to become the victory. new WWE Women's Tag Team Champions. So congratulations yep. to them. Uh, after that, we got a very long match. I don't know if it was the best call for that, but Edge versus AJ Styles. I think it had some gr- good moments. Yeah. Um, first, first ever, though. Yeah, first time ever these two step in the ring together. Um and before the match, AJ Styles accidentally walked into the set yeah, and hit his face, did, and that's what caused him to start first. bleeding. Like, why the hell is he bleeding? Yeah. Some people thought it was like a pyro malfunction, uh, but a video surfaced where he's walking out, and he kind of... He's like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, his, felt, his face was 
swollen up for that match. Mm-hmm. Um, Edge ended up getting the victory thanks to a distraction from Damian Priest. Well, really, was it a distraction? He just came out, came out and looked he at him. He stood there menacingly. He was like, why are you looking at me, bro? And then he lost. What's the deal, bro? You want to go? So now you they are fight together me? in a group. Do you want to fight me, bro? There's not a name for the, the tag team or whatever, but Damien on Raw was like, Damien was like, I, you know, I support the cause. <laughs> did, you see, did you see the tweet from Brody King? No. Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw it. Uh, that's just uh, when you when you order a uh, wish brand. Uh, yeah. Wish.com. Uh, of um, what's the name of the group? Dark. No. Oh, my God. Dark Order? No, not Dark Order. What's what's uh, Malachi Black's group? Mm-hmm. Just say it. Yeah? I can't think. You got it? House of Black. There you go. God damn it. We knew you had it in you. Good job. Sheamus and Ridge Holland defeated New Day. Yeah, that happened. It did. Unfortunately, it was very quick. Yep. And Butch. <laughs> Almost. I'm Butch. Butch. I'm Butch. He was, he's Scrappy Doo. Let me at him. Let me at him. <laughs> I'll fight him. Um, man, entertainment galore. Pat McAfee going up against Austin Theory. Talk about like very entertaining going into a what the fuck moment into another laughing what the fuck <laughs> moment. Well, first off, can we talk about Pat McAfee's entrance? Yes. I enjoyed it. Seven Nation Army. With the crowd absolutely Dallas losing Cowboys, their shit. Cheerleaders. I don't care about all that. I just love the fact that the crowd reacted so positively towards Pat McAfee. Oh, yeah. That shows like how much of an impact he has with the with the crowd. Yes. I don't know if you if you watch his show on YouTube or Sometimes. not. Sometimes. He talked about the he talked about this moment and he was like, I was blown away by this. He was like, I didn't I you know, you dream about this moment as a wrestling fan for so for so long. Like, yeah, dude, here's the song I'm going to walk out to. Here's what I'm going to do. He was like, I didn't know the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders were going to come out there. <laughs> I didn't know what to do with my hands walking out to the ring. Like, I didn't know. Like, you just look, and there's just 70,000 people singing Seven Nation Army to you. And it's just like, holy shit, what the fuck? That's cool. And like just hearing his whole take about the match and all that was great. You know, he I mean, he is so appreciative oh, yeah. for the uh for the spot. And he just he has that energy. And he just brings that energy to the crowd. Yeah. And it's so good. And he did so many good spots. You know, props to Austin Theory. Uh, you know, it takes two to tango. Yes. Uh and it takes two to put on a a, a good wrestling match. And this was a good wrestling match. Uh, Pat McAfee looked like a star. It made Austin Theory look good. Um, Pat McAfee ended up getting the victory. <laughs> Just a phenomenal match for, for both those guys. It's a good showing for both those guys. Uh, yeah, good showing for sure. Um, Vince McMahon was ringside, and he was frustrated the, Austin Theory. Another what-the-fuck moment. <laughs> the fact that Vince McMahon is like, I'll take my shirt off and I'll fight you. Um, then he put it back on. Yeah, he kind of like, teased nope. it, and then they, yeah. The f- I was like, not the 76-year-old man is going to fucking wrestle. Yeah, that, I don't think that was maybe the best decision. No. Uh, and there are a lot of people reportedly backstage who work with Vince personally who are like, this was not a good choice. Well, if Austin could do it, I could do it too. But, you know what, in the moment, 
whatever. Yeah. Like the match itself, the match between Vince McMahon and Pat good. McAfee, not good. Not the good. ending was bad. It was very bad. It was kind of just like, what the hell? Um, but, you know, Vince does what Vince wants. Oh, yeah. No, he's... So it was fine. It's then whatever. Austin, uh, no, Austin. Austin came into the ring. Austin Theory. Austin Theory, yes. Came into the ring. And Music played. Yeah, it, it scared Vince McMahon. Like, what the hell was that? And then he's like, oh, no, it's Austin Theories. He's like, yeah, I'll take a, a picture with my grandson. Uh, <laughs> picture time. Then the glass shatters. Yeah, yeah, glass shatters. Stone Cold Steve Austin comes out. It's like I knew anyone in that, that ring is getting stunned. So Gave a great stunner to Austin Theory. He did well. a great job he of selling it. I even saw people like trying to criticize that. They're like you oversold it. But, like, dude, have you not seen, seen The, the Rock, Rock. Yeah. Uh, Scott Hall? Uh, you know, so so many uh, like Santino Marella doing like the salute as he falls back. Yeah, like that's the that's one of the beauties about the Stone Cold yes. Stunners. Like so many people take it so many different ways, and it looks hilarious. It's yeah. great. Um, so Austin Theory took it. Looked great. Um. <laughs> then, so, then uh, well, okay. Well, hang on, Vince. He got some beers in the ring for Vince, and he's drinking it, and it looks like he's about to like Vince knows he's about to get stunned, and he sees it. And then he he's taking a little sip of the beer. He's like, "Oh, that's good." Yeah. And yeah. Then like that he's, Austin like, Lager drinking it, and but he's like rocking back and forth, like he's like kind of like stiff, like he knows he's about to take the stunner. Mm-hmm. And then then Austin like stuns him, but he kicks him right, and then yes, he, he loses his balance and like Stone Cold well, to grab him. Right? Well, what happened? You do it. Austin always starts the stunner with the kick to the midsection. Yeah. For whatever reason, Vince drops down to a knee. After that, so I don't know if maybe he just went early and it was like oh, I'm just gonna land on my knee. But he falls to his knee, tries to stand back up, can't do it. So Austin like tries to pick him up. Vince loses his balance, starts falling backwards. <laughs> Thank God the ropes were there to stop him. So he bounces into the ropes, <laughs> comes back to Austin, who's walking towards him. So they kind of like collide. <laughs> Austin tries to wrap his hands, his arm around Vince's neck, but Vince is still unstable. <laughs> and then they both just like collapse. Yeah, like Vince never has taken the stunner well. No, and this was the all-time worst. Yes, this, like this he's taken the- he's taken some really bad ones. Oh my God, Stone Cold was laughing the whole time. You can see him mouth. He goes, "God damn!" Like, <laughs> <laughs> like this is like the greatest man. The, the fact that the fact that Austin is laughing so hard about it. The fact that Mick Foley was watching it, like, wheezing of laughter, yeah. like, it was hilarious. Uh, it, was, it, was such, it was one of those so bad it was that good. That was great shit. It really was. That was. And then McAfee came, came in there. I was like, you're going to get stunned. But he's, like, celebrating drinking beer with him. What? Then he gets stunned. You drink beer? What? Then he gets, he rolls out to the, to the mat, and he's like convulsing but drinking beer at the same time like what the fuck's going on no i think he was just so stunned that the, he he got stunned and the beer his his arm froze and it just happened to be pouring the beer and it was landing in his mouth <laughs> yeah but that was a great yeah great yeah. moment weird weird austin theory and pat mcafee great stunners 
Yeah. <laughs> Vince McMahon, worst of all time. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and that took us into the uh, the final matchup uh, for WrestleMania. Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar. You know, uh, these two have wrestled each other many a time. Yeah. Not once has it been a great match. <laughs> and this was no different. <laughs> Um, I don't know. They just don't seem to have chemistry. They have some chemistry that it, they're it's like it's on the cusp of being there. But I feel like these big matches just devolve into we're just going to hit all of our finishers <laughs> 30 times. Yeah, yeah. Because there were like how many Superman punches, how many spears, a couple of F5s. The crash through the barricade. It's like let's put on the classics. We'll put you know we'll listen to the greatest hits, and that'll be it. The arm part or whatever. I, I will say does. the Kimura. The Kimura. What was it? Uh, it was either a Superman punch or a spear that Brock turned into the Kimura. I thought that was a nice touch, um, and it looked like it dislocated his shoulder. Yeah, because. Roman ended up getting in, into the ropes and you can hear him talk to Paul where he's like, it's out. It is out. Mm. And so, uh, so it's kind of like, Oh crap. Like is his shoulder dislocated or something? Um, and it could, because immediately after that, they went straight to the finish, you know, put him up for an F five. He gets out, pushes him into the ropes, delivers spear one, two, three, and that's it. I don't think it was the greatest match no. ever. No, no, you know, and in terms of like hype, they certainly sold it well. Oh, very well. Um, they hyped the shit out of that. I don't. I don't appreciate. I don't like it whenever the announcer, like the ring announcer, is like, "This is the biggest match of all time." <laughs> like, let the fans determine. Yeah, that. no, no. This is don't like, don't pipe that into our throats. Oh, you already do. said stupendous eighty-seven times. Yeah. Stupendous, stupendous, stupendous. Yeah, uh, stupidest. Um, <clears throat> they'll shove it down your throat. Yeah, like don't don't tell me that this is this match between Edge and Randy Orton is the greatest wrestling match <laughs> of all time. Le, le, let me determine that. All right, True. let the fans determine that. Because if you tell me, hey, this is going to be the greatest match, and there's one flaw in this match, I'm not going to buy it. You know? Yeah. And what you might consider to be the greatest or the biggest, in my mind, is not. So let me let the fans determine that. Let the fans say, dude, this is the biggest match yeah. like they've ever put on. Because there might have been something bigger. Yeah. You know? Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, WrestleMania 26. That was probably bigger. Because there were bigger implications. Shawn Michaels had to retire. Yeah. 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 For sure. You know? Especially coming but off of WrestleMania 25. I guess they feel like they have to hype, like... They do, because it's like, a title unification we have to match. to do something bigger and better, or announce it bigger and better than this. Yeah. And, you know, WWE does like to live in the moment. They don't like to ref look back on the past. So, oh, yeah. you know, naturally, naturally, this year's WrestleMania is the biggest WrestleMania yeah, yeah. of all it's time. Like, oh, we set a new record for this uh, attendance. for With highly inflated numbers, oh, by yeah. the way. There they were announcing we just let in. That they were, counts as well. They were too. announcing 77,000 when only like 63,000 tickets were sold. So yeah. it's like, come well, on. Well, employees. Man. <laughs> that's yeah you can only count so many employees the guy but. that's on the corner smoking a cigarette he's yeah the guy's working the parking lot yeah, yeah, yeah. taking your 30 dollars uh, just came in the door 
Yeah. Um, you know. The guy who delivered the truck of souvenir cups three weeks ago, yeah. he counts. Yeah. His shoes are still here. <laughs> Security guards and all that, they all count, yeah. Someone just took a shit, that counts too. Uh, <laughs> but Roman versus Brock, it was what it was. Um, I think the right person won. And we'll see what's next. Yeah. So, he's got all the gold and he wants the Usos to get the Raw Tag Titles as well. Oh, is that what they said? That's what they did Are on they, SmackDown. Oh, my God. Are and they just combine all those time. titles. Stop doing this shit. Stop, like, combining them and, like, taking them apart and then combine them and taking them apart. Yeah. Stop it. Stop breaking these things. Um. So, yeah. Not really a whole lot to talk about on Raw. Honestly. The, the, the weird shit. The, like, the Raw after WrestleMania, usually the biggest night of the year. Not so much now. Now they, I mean, they saved a lot of it for SmackDown this year. Last few years have been me. Yeah. They saved a lot of it for SmackDown this year. Like what? What happened? Uh, we got Gunther. He is now on uh, SmackDown. It's not. Walter. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. It is Gunther. Yeah. Yeah. Walter. Um, Which he lost to Braun Breaker. Yeah. <laughs> NXT. Yeah. For the call up. Yeah, but. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez, now Raquel Rodriguez. She is on SmackDown. Supposedly, that's her real name. Uh, Whatever. (laughs) Uh, Lacey Evans is going to be coming back after her her pregnancy. Okay. Um, So, those were... Where's Shanky? Because we know where Veer is. He came. He came all over, Dominic. Yeah. Ejaculate. Yeah, Veer Veer showed up and beat up Dominic and Rey Mysterio. He sure did. Yeah, that's Veer. It happened. Yep, he's he may there. be better than Omos. Omos, we'll see. And uh, we got to see Ezekiel. Ezekiel. I'm Ezekiel. It was so funny because if you watch it, the crowd's like, what? The announcers are like, A lot of people are like, who is this? Is that Elias? And then Kevin Owens is like, you're Elias. Well, the commentators were like, wait, I know who this is. Wait a minute. But they wouldn't say it. And then Kevin Owens was like, wait. You know what's Elias? so funny? Dave Meltzer said this. He goes, does this sound familiar? You know Abyss works backstage for WWE, and I know you don't. I don't think you know the storyline, but there was a, a storyline with Abyss because Abyss had a mask and like certain clothing or whatever on. Then he also was his brother, uh, mm-hmm. Chris Parks or whatever. And he was the lawyer, and he had the suit and glasses and no mask, so he would go back and forth to be Abyss and Chris Parks. This I don't see how he can do it. It's different. Yeah, you can't. Grow out the longer hair and have the beard. <laughs> no, you can't. So I have no clue what you're doing. <laughs> then they also pointed out Elias was never the best wrestler. He wasn't that great. It was just the character that mm-hmm. got over, right? Yeah. Now you took the character away, and he's just blank. So what the hell are you going to do? He sure is. He's Ezekiel. With generic music yes. and, and uh, Titantron. I am Ezekiel. I am, I am, I am, I am. So, I don't know. We'll see. I don't have too high hopes for uh, for Raw. Let's go into Dynamite real quick. Uh, Adam Cole, Bebe, defeating Christian Cage. Nothing? Okay. Sorry, I was doing a text right now. Uh, that was, I thought that was a pretty good match. Yeah. To be first honest. time ever. First time I know ever. you like those first time ever yes. matches. Me, oh, I'm all about that, man. Um. But you yeah. know what about the boom? <laughs> Adam Cole, baby. Did you see that on Botchamania? 
that all uh, it was Mortal Kombat and then <laughs> and the uppercut. And yeah. Um, no, it was a it was a great match. Very fast paced for Christian, don't you think? Yes. Yeah. Um, so Adam Cole ended up getting the victory. We got to see Samoa Joe versus Max Caster. Man, Max Caster, like, I love, um, what's it called? What's their group called? The Acclaimed. The Acclaimed. They have arrived. They have arrived. But uh, even the raps for Max Caster, man, is great. And I think Max Caster... Got a actually, couple reactions out of Joe. Yeah. He's like, okay, that one's fair. Yeah. Uh, but he, I think he's a decent wrestler, too. So Yeah. But this was a fun match. Have you heard the comment from John Cena about Max Caster? Oh, yeah. He put him over. Yeah. Absolutely. That was great. I love it. Then we got a battle. So Samoa Joe <laughs> destroyed Max Caster, qualified for the Owen Hart Tournament, which I'm looking forward to because we'll be in week two of the Owen Hart Tournament whenever uh, they come to Houston. Uh, then we got the Battle of the Shans. Sean Spears <laughs> versus Captain Sean Dean. Uh, Dean got the win after a distraction from Wardlow because MJF was on uh, commentary. And it led to a little bit of dissension, a little frustration from Sean Spears. Not yeah. too bad. Um, so apparently next week they're going to have MJF versus uh, Sean Dean again. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. Mm-hmm. Maybe Sean Dean will get another win over MJF. Quite possibly. He's going to climb in the ranks, man. Uh, then we got a tables match between the Butcher and the Blade and the Hardys. What do you think about that match? Uh, I thought it was, it was fun. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about Hardy's going through everyone? No, I'm fine with it. This is probably going to be their last run. Yeah. So you know, work with some of the younger talent, help put them over. They still have a lot of tag teams they can go through. Yeah, they got a ways to go. Um, especially you know they're going to revisit Young Bucks and Hardy's mm-hmm. at one point. Yes. Oh yeah, they were teasing the hell of it on being the elite oh, the yeah. past couple of weeks for sure. So. uh yeah, that's that's bound to happen. Probably maybe at the next pay per view in May. Who we'll knows? see. So our show is going to be the week before the go home show of Double or Nothing because Double or Nothing is going to be in Vegas and they're doing that week long thing where they do Dynamite Rampage and the pay per view all in Vegas. So that's going to be we're going to be like the week before that. I think. Ooh. So should be fun. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, should be a good a good time. Uh, the Hardys ended up getting the victory on the, in the tables match. Uh, we got to see the women's Owen Hart tournament qualifying match: Julia Hart versus Hikaru Shida. Um, Julia Hart is making the transition. I'm really waiting for the day where she takes that eye patch off and her eye looks like Malachi Black's. Yeah, I think that that's where they're leading it to. Yes, because I don't. Maybe I just made it up in my head and saw something that wasn't there, but it looked like there was a little dark patch underneath the eye patch of Julia Hart. Who knows, man? But uh, supposedly she also got frustrated with uh, the Varsity Blondes and like sent them to the back or something. Yeah. Because even um, um, Griff Garrison on Twitter was like, I'm, I'm done. I'm done with her or something oh. like that. So... Not looking good. We'll see. The, the changes are coming. Yeah. Um, we got to see a backstage brawl um, between Swerve and Keith Lee and Ricky Starks and Hobbs. And uh, Keith Lee put Hobbs through a wall. <laughs> that was pretty cool. 
I think the this pairing like Swerve and and Lee fighting mm-hmm. uh, Hobbs and uh, Starks is is great stuff. Yeah, elevating everybody. Yeah, for sure. Main event saw FTR going up against Young Bucks. Match of the night. Mm-hmm. Well, of Dynamite, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Uh, a lot of people were saying oh, this is a... Yeah, uh, yeah I get you. I yeah. Get you. People were saying that this is a uh, match of the year contender. Good what stuff. I mean, even their match FTR with the Briscoes was amazing. Yeah. Um. So FTR is on, on a streak right They're now. They're on another man. level right now. They are. And like... People are like saying, "Oh, you're fighting these people, or it's one of the greatest tag teams." FTR is actually in that category of one of the best tag teams. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I think they proved that during NXT. Yeah, during their run in NXT, they were on top tier. Then they got brought to the main roster, shat on, and now they're kind of like, "All right, let's show the world what we can really do." You got brought to the um, outside, or they because that match, to- that match that they had with the with um, the Briscoes. Mm-hmm. They didn't plan any of that match. They did, They said in an interview in the scrum, they're like, we didn't want to talk to them yeah. prior to the match. We wanted to go step in that ring and organically feel each other out. And it worked. Yeah. Like, sorry, I'm going back to this for a little bit. Like, Tony Khan still puts, he says that the FTR versus the Briscoes is what sold the ROH uh, pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, they keep putting over. I'm like, fuck, I got the Briscoes, goddammit. <laughs> no, I don't know if you heard, but like their buy rate for that pay-per-view was incredible. Yes. Especially compared to like their previous couple. I helped it. Yeah, you sure did. <laughs> Congratulations. You Thank helped you. revitalize Ring of Honor. Thank you. Good job. Thank you. Uh, but FDR ended up defeating Young Bucks. Really great match. Um, good action between both teams. Both showing they are one of the best tag teams in wrestling today. Yep. Uh, going over to Rampage, not going to talk about every match that happened just because my throat's starting to get a little tired. Yep. But good lord, Wheeler Yuta. I talked about him last week. How I'm coming around on him. He did great in the match, the ROH match against uh, Josh Woods. Yeah. Wood. Josh Wood. Josh mm-hmm. Woods. Whatever. Uh, he did great, and that was just a pure style match. Yes. Uh, this is. This was a different. bloody brawl. Bloody, yeah. Bloody satisfaction. Talk about, guess what, that, you're a star now, bro. Yeah. You are. You are. And the crowd certainly helped with that as well. Yeah. But good Lord, the intensity from Wheeler Yuta, the mannerisms, the using. That's how you fucking make stars, WWE. Yes. The fact that he used Danielson's moves, Regal's moves, and Moxley's moves against Moxley in that match while bleeding just profusely. Mm-hmm. Like, dude showed it. Yeah. Like, he's got that potential. Um, and while he did come up short in the match, he earned the respect of Moxley. Cause after the match, Moxley's like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. Like what? Who is this kid? Like, well, said this is not who I fought before. There was like, you reels like you impressed me. You impressed Danielson, but you got to impress this man Moxley mm-hmm. and he's the hardest to impress of all. Yeah. But I loved, I love the facial expressions from Moxley after the match where he's just like, Holy shit! Like, I survived that. Yeah. Like, like I got away with the win somehow on yeah. that. Um, just the the intensity from Yuta, where you know he's getting beat down and he throws Moxley into submission. It's just screaming at the top of the lungs. You know, yeah. like I loved that. It was like he snapped. He is going to do whatever that's, it takes to get there. That's your new guy now. Exactly. Absolutely. 
And, um, you know, after the match, William Regal and Danielson come out, and he's still just like, all right, you know what? You're going to beat me down. Just fucking bring it, man. Like, just come on. Yeah. Like, fight me. And uh, you can see, like, the intensity in, in Regal's eyes. He's like, you know, oh, I, oh, the things I could do. I could knock you out right now. And then he puts his hand out. Shakes his hand. Wheeler Yuta, man. And um, if you go back and watch the clip on YouTube, it cuts out after that. But one of the things that I really appreciated on Rampage um, that is not on that clip is happens shortly after. Moxley comes up to Yuta and goes, now the real work begins. And um, Yuta takes... <laughs> it's graphic, but it's amazing because if you go back a couple of weeks and listen to the the Moxley and Danielson promo where Moxley's like I don't stand next to someone unless I've bled with them my, um um uh, takes some of the blood on his face and writes B C C on his chest for the Blackpool Combat Club how much and, you want to bet we're going to have a three on well I don't know what they're going to do with Moxley since rumored he's he's hurt. Rumor but is that he's working through a hamstring injury. Do it, three on three or two on two with best friends. You know what I mean? Yeah, Since dude. We're gonna see Yuta versus uh, versus Trent. Yeah, I guarantee it. And Yuta's just gonna obliterate him. Yes. Like that's what I. That's what we're leading to right now. Because while they both lost their match, Yuta came out looking like a star. Yep. True. And like it's not even close right now. Mm-hmm. I was blown away. I loved it. I love the intensity. I love the action. I love the storytelling. So happy how AEW is just making star after star after star after mm-hmm. star. They're still in the process of making stars too. They're WWE, building for the future. WWE is like, we're trying. I get. I don't know if they're trying. They're kind of trying in their own way. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, yeah, they they have some stars. Braun Breaker, uh, Carmella Hayes. Um, Austin Theory, Dominic Mysterio, and you yeah. have like a whole <laughs> roster on NXT that's green as fuck. Yeah. Um, but I guess they're trying. Give them time. Yeah. I mean, they are trying. Yeah. But WWE's version of a star and AEW's version of a star are different very things. different things. And it's like I told, I, I forgot who it was that I talked to. I think it was one of my coworkers. Where you know, they were like, man, I haven't, I haven't watched wrestling in a long time, but I'm hearing rumblings of this other company i'm like yeah that's aew and the best way that i put it is if you want entertainment you know good stories or whatever watch wwe it's good if you want wrestling and amazing in-ring action watch aew like you're gonna get some good storylines but the in-ring action is where it's at so that that is where I think the big divide is. Yep. Because you watch Raw and you're going to get roll-ups. You're going to get the same same matches every week for six weeks. Tag teams just thrown together for no reason. Uh, you know, switching tag, you know, switching titles for no reason. <laughs> yeah. You know, but you're going to get some character development. In AEW, we've got long-standing storylines. You've got factions. You've mm-hmm. got amazing in-ring action. Who, you know, they go out every week and bust their ass for us. Mm-hmm. You know, they want to provide a good action. Yeah. So if you want wrestling, you watch AEW. If you want good storytelling, because let's be honest, no one can do production 
like WWE. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. AEW's kind of, they're working on it, but they're still they're three years in. WWE's been around for the audio 50, 60 stuff years. From AEW when they first started. Oh my god, yeah, horrible. They've improved a lot. Yeah, they still have a long way to go. Yeah, and actually, I heard a I heard a debate the other day was um, can AEW sell out a stadium? We're in the state that they're in. In my honest opinion, not yet. No. no. Not yet. They can get there. Yeah. But you're, the fact that we're having this conversation about a company that is three years old is astounding to me. Oh, yeah, for sure. The fact that they've grown that much that fast, you know? And while a lot of people harp on the ratings and stuff, which I don't know, like, I get it. I get why we're talking about ratings because we had the Wednesday Night Wars and all that. But, you know... Raw's ratings have dropped dramatically over the last few years. And it's not just because the product has gotten a little stale, but there are so many other outlets you've yeah. got that weren't previously there. When Raw was getting the highest ratings that they ever had back in the 90s, there were only like 70 channels. Now there's like 800 channels, <laughs> yeah. 50 different streaming services. Yeah. A lot of people have cut cable. A lot of people have tuned out of wrestling because they went PG for a while and there yeah. was no other competition. You know, so a lot of people have tuned out. So what we have now is sort of like that core group of wrestlers, wrestling fans who want to watch wrestling. So they'll tune in. Like I said, you want you want good wrestling? You watch but AEW. Also, hopefully this pr- promotes for the future of wrestling fans too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we want younger Mm-hmm. generations to like this too you know what i mean yes so i i will still support both brands oh yeah me too, me too. you know impact maybe not so much <laughs> sorry not that horrible they might not be but i just can't get around to watching it it's just too much wrestling for me like it's it's hard enough like keeping up with all of it guess what dude you're and doing a podcast roh too <laughs> man if i have to but like my job has like prevented me from watching yeah. any live wrestling and yeah. it's like killing it me. It's like, God, I wanted to watch that you to match when it was being broadcast. Like I wanted to focus on it and I was like, Nope, got to watch it at two in the morning. Oh God. So whatever, but really good. Uh, let's go into hot topics so we can wrap up the show. Cause we've gone quite a bit here. An got hour some good and, shit, dog. Hour, hour and a half in. Hell yeah. Uh, WWE have vacated the NXT Tag Team Championships following Nash Carter's firing, who was released uh, this week, due to a leaked photo of him with a short mustache doing a Nazi salute. Yeah. Um, now, there were previous allegations of abuse yeah. to his wife, Kimber Lee, uh, but apparently WWE didn't believe... Those allegations no. saying that she's not reliable credible, source. She's not a reliable source yeah. on it. Which, she used to wrestle for WB for a little bit. Yeah. I forgot her name. Kimber, Abby Lath. Abby Lath is what her name was in <laughs> WWE. Yeah. Um which Which is know, sad. It is you know? very sad. I if, mean you gotta do your research and see what happens. You know, there could be liars on both sides. You just don't know. Yeah. But take Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Good lord. That's whole story. Anyways, um, so yeah, following the the Nazi salute, that was enough for WWE they to say. They had no. titles. Yeah, yeah, they had just, just won it. Yeah, at Stand and Deliver, and so now they are vacated. So they're so gonna have to figure something what's out. What's gonna happen with the other dude now? Good luck, kid. 
Well, it's not his fault. No. So they may he may do a singles route or go on another tag team where they may just <laughs> just pair him up with some random person. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, they'll probably pair him up with a member of Imperium that got left behind. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, that's sad too. Yeah. Um, final bit of hot topic news that I have: uh, Tammy Sunny Sitch. Involved in a fatal car crash, police believe that she was drunk at the time. A blood sample was taken, but results have yet to be released. Like no charges at this time. Always stuff happening with her. She cannot stay out of trouble. No. Like, I wish the best for her. I hope she gets help that she needs, but good Lord, like, come on. I think there was, like, I forgot. There's this YouTube channel that would, like, talk to wrestlers, like, it was, like, a long time ago, and they would ask them, like, stupid questions, like, yeah. who's an asshole, who'd you sleep with, uh, and yeah. stuff like that, and I swear they were talking to her, mm-hmm. and she said that she slept with Dolph Ziggler a while back. I wouldn't be surprised they, at they that. They had, like, relations, like, for a year. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised at that. Yeah. He's he seems kind of like a a playboy, you know. He's a Renaissance man, <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Sure. Uh, any other uh, wrestling news? How's two K twenty two treating you? I don't know. I haven't played in a <laughs> week and a half. Oh, okay. Other shit going on. Yeah. Um, I just start exercising again. Yeah. So I'm trying to do metal and exercise too, but I mean I'm I'm past my uh, physical therapy, but I'm still doing physical therapy moves. Like, I'm not having, like, pain when I'm, like, picking stuff up or doing push-ups and stuff nice. like that. But I'll have, like, pain if I stand up, like, for, like... I, I know I stand up up and down, like, all the time at work. But when I come home and I'm washing dishes, if it mm-hmm. takes me a while, like, my middle of my back hurts because of that stuff. But that other than that, you know, I'm starting to get back into yoga. This is my third week. Nice. But uh, Reach a little farther. At, oh, I've been tired. I've been trying to go to bed like at ten, but like on weekends. Oh, what's that? I'll like? try. To, <laughs> I'll try to stay up and play video games. But I will say this though. Uh, I think I played a little bit last weekend. Yeah. Night. It's. I know it's the tagline. It hits different, but it does the controllers and stuff, and it all works. And I think it's uh pretty great. I don't even get home from work until eleven thirty at the earliest. Well, sometimes I don't always go to bed. Like there's times I go to bed like either between 11 and 12 because uh, I'll do my exercise and then, you know, everyone comes home, we'll cook, mm-hmm. I'll have to watch wrestling, clean dishes, and then uh, get, you know, the kids a bath and then um, Grace fights me. She wants to go <laughs> sleep with her mom. I'm like, no, you need to go to sleep. Let's go. I'm like, no, and she, it's, a, it's a whole thing. And then, <laughs> then I have to take a bath. Like, if they all take a bath, then i got to wait till the water heater yeah. heats up again so I have hot water. And that Dang takes time. Dang kids using up all the hot water. So that's about like, oh, guess what? It's 1130, almost Are you a grumpy a dad? Huh? Do you become a grumpy dad? Yeah. Dang kids using all the hot water. I guess we need to get a better hot, wa- hot water heater. Yeah. So I'm like, <sighs> shut the door. So you're I letting in the breeze. when I get home. After I do my workout, take a bath then. So after, you know, I do mm-hmm. all that stuff, and then they take their baths later on that night, and then I can go to bed. I'm like, it's that's like almost every day. Yeah. Rinse, repeat. Yeah, basically. All right. Well, that's all we got for us this week. So if you have any questions for us, feel free to leave it on our Facebook page on this podcast. You can check us out on WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com as well. Check us out on iTunes by searching 
uh, Wrestling News Force Podcast. We're on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, Player.fm, Satchel, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast. And if you happen to be listening to us on iTunes, please feel free to leave us a review. I checked the other day. We haven't received a review in like five years. <laughs> so, so if you're out there Aww, listening, please, at least in America, please, I don't know about the other countries. Please. We but, want uh, to hear from you. That's right. Give us some feedback. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know if you like the show or not. And if you just want to talk wrestling with us, that's fine too, man. Yeah. Like, hey, you We're want to talk to about WWE, questions. AEW, other stuff? Reach out on. to us and ask us questions. You can reach out to me on Twitter at DRHPro. Uh, you can follow Tyler, Tyler underscore Bear. I don't know if you're on Twitter at all. but No, not on Twitter, not oh, okay. on Facebook. I'm only on Instagram oh. and TikTok. Ticky tack. Well, you can follow Tyler at Bear underscore mode yep. on Instagram. Yep. And what's your t- TikTok? Fuck, I don't know. No, I'm sorry. It's Tyler underscore A Bear on Instagram. A Bear underscore Mo. That's it. Yeah. And that might be it on uh, TikTok. I mean, I still as well. have an account for t- Twitter. It's yeah. just I uh, deleted the app and you know, <laughs> never never plan on redownloading again. Nope. Okay. So maybe we should just drop the Twitter thing. Sure. Don't follow him on Twitter. Yep. Don't give Unfollow. Twitter. Unfollow. Give him zero follows. Oh. That's right. Make him follow lists. Anyways, that's all we've got. So uh, for the podcast crew, I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Aber. And we hope you have a great week, and we will see you next time.